Good morning. This morning I'm going to share something that the Lord showed me a few days ago and I knew that it was something that he wanted me to share publicly. So I just share that to say um, if you're listening to this today, it's not a coincidence. I feel like the Lord's drawn you here today to really press in because he wants to encounter you with his love and he wants to draw you deeper and draw you closer. And uh, so to preface this, I heard um, a couple years ago in reference to the Song of Solomon, like someone posed the question, where are you in the song? And that was something that really stuck with me because I will continuously find myself in different parts of the song. And so today and what I'm going to share, it's kind of like an allegory. It's a little bit different. It's based off of uh, Psalm 42 and it's about the deer, the panting deer of Psalm 42. And I just want to share this and invite you to ask Jesus, like, where are you in this journey? Uh, Because I feel, like I said, I feel like he wants to pull you closer and um, pull you nearer to him. And so Psalm 42, I'm going to read the first couple of verses. It says, as the deer pants longingly for the water brooks, so my soul pants longingly for you, oh my God. My soul, my life, my inner self thirsts for God, for the living God. When will I come to see the face of God? So it began by seeing this doe. It was like a deer. Um, and she had this rope tied around her neck gently. Um, and Jesus was holding the other end of the rope. And he was guiding this deer down a path and uh, it was just the two of them and she was following behind him and it began like with the distance of the rope being really long like she was walking kind of at a far distance behind Jesus because the rope was long but I could see that the further they went on this journey together the shorter and shorter and shorter the rope got until she was like really, really close to him. And the distance of the rope was um, like it, the rope shrunk the further that they got. And, and it was just to me a picture of, um, of how our walk progresses with Jesus. The more that we taste and see, the more that we know that he is good, the more that we taste of him, the more that we hunger for him, and so it was this, um, this closeness, like of the, the doe and Jesus. And, um, and then as they continued to walk, um, she began to see something like in the distance. It was like, it was their destination, like where they were going. And she could see kind of like, as you would see, like the horizon line, like she could see this outline of the city of God in the distance. And she knew that that's where they were going. And she wasn't permitted to see 
like heaven in its full glory, but she could feel it. And she could feel this unapproachable glory the closer and the closer and the closer that they got. And it created like a timidity in her step as she followed behind Jesus uh, because it just felt unapproachable. And as, as she was experiencing this, her heart was just saying to his heart, lover of my soul, what have you prepared for those that love you? It was this overwhelming revelation of what's coming, of what our destiny is, of what he has prepared. She was unable to contain it. Um, But she could see, like, the the further that they got, she could see um, this, like, explosion coming, like fireworks, I guess would be the only word to describe it, of anticipation coming from this um, heavenly city. And she could hear a roar. And it was like, as she was beginning to see this on on her, her horizon, the cloud of witnesses was also seeing her coming with him. She was seeing um, their anticipation and she was feeling their anticipation um, just as much as she was anticipating where she was going. There was also an anticipation coming from the cloud of witnesses that were already there. And, um, and what this produced in her was uh, the rope disappeared um, because she wasn't going anywhere else. And what was a walk behind Jesus began to pick up the pace into a run. And she was running 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 like on his heels. And it was like nothing could stop her from this heavenly pursuit. And with each step, the glory intensified. And she ran from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory as he led her. Until she came upon the gate. And it wasn't time to enter into that gate yet. But at this gate, this deer was just feasting as if it were like Psalm 23, Um, just this lush field and this doe just feasted there where everything tasted like Jesus. And she was utterly satisfied. And she thought (laughs) that this is where it was going to end as she just waited at the gate. But then she looked up 
and she saw him lifted high, exalted over everything and reigning. He was in, like within and above everything and he drew her up and he sat her with him. showed her where she is seated with him in heavenly places and it was a reminder of Ephesians 2 where it says and he raised us up together with him when we believed and seated us with him in heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus She was simultaneously like on the road with him, but also seated with him in heavenly places. And her perspective shifted when she realized where she was seated and that he was over it all and that he was reigning over it all. And that in this place, there was no fear, there was no worry, there was no coming up with a plan. He was the plan. He is the plan. So sharing that, I want to just invite you to ask him where you are. Have you even allowed him yet to yoke himself to you have you come to him come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest the yoke that he puts on us is easy and it is light and he is a gentle gentle shepherd if you've never even started the journey with him I just want to encourage you today to yoke your life to Jesus and to let him lead you down the path of life because every other path leads to death. He alone is the way and he alone is the truth and he alone is the life. You may find yourself um, having given your life to Jesus but that rope still has a really long distance you follow kind of far behind him because you're afraid of what being too close might mean you're afraid of what being too close might make you have to give up or have to change 
this is true of you, then you have not tasted yet of his goodness. You have not tasted and seen that he is good. If you're still walking far behind him, then you have never experienced it. Because once you've tasted of him, there is nothing that you want other than him. He is the only thing that satisfies the soul. There is nothing of this world that satisfies like Jesus. How do you experience him? How do you taste and see that he is good? He tells us, be still and know that I am God. There's a knowing that comes when we're still. If you still are following far behind him, I want to encourage you to begin to draw near to him and he will draw near to you. And by drawing near, I mean being still. Let him love you. Get quiet and wait upon the Lord. Find a place in your home where you can go every day and wait upon the Lord. And he will come and he will overshadow you with his peace, with his mercy, with his love. presence of the living God will become your feast. And every other appetite will vanish. And you will find the more that you come to him, the more that you eat of him, the more that you drink of him, the shorter and the shorter and the shorter and the shorter that rope will get as you are drawn into union with Jesus. And then, as the prayer that he taught us to pray says, on earth as it is in heaven, you will begin to experience heaven on earth. Heaven is not a destination for the future. Jesus is what makes heaven heaven. And he's available now. The more that you know Jesus, the more that you will know of heaven. nothing of this world compares to him. He is so beyond. And when you taste of this glory, of what you were made for, 
You don't even need a rope anymore because there is nothing that will stop you in this pursuit. And you're not walking after him anymore. You are running. 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 With an anticipation in your heart that you know is mirrored by heaven. And the natural progression of this glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory that you experience is walking right on through to the gate. That is the Christian walk. It is glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory with Jesus. It is not lingering back with a rope around your neck. being pulled along, keeping a distance from him, no. (laughs) It is running on his heels and chasing after him with a thirsting heart. As the deer pants longingly for the water brook, so my soul pants longingly for you, O God. My soul, my life, my inner self thirst for God, for the living God. When will I come and see the face of God? I believe he had me share this today because he wants you running. He doesn't want your life to just flicker with a tiny flame. He wants to consume you with his love. He wants you running this race. He wants you running not walking, not lagging behind, not at a distance. He wants you close. He wants you united with him. So I just want to lead you today um, to just contemplate, to ask the Lord. You know, if you don't know where you are, to ask him. Where are you? Have you ever tasted of his presence? Have you ever tasted and seen that he is good? To taste is an experience of him. So today, if you have time, I would just encourage you to just stay here, to just rest in this moment, to quiet your heart before the Lord, to wait on him, because he wants to show you his glory.
He wants to reveal himself to you. He wants to become real to you. The Holy Spirit wants to hover over you and reveal Jesus. It is not a matter of knowledge of the mind. It's a knowledge of the heart. And he sets hearts on fire. And he creates a a longing in the soul unlike anything of this world that is otherworldly. He's pulling you closer. So just rest in him and let him overshadow you with his love and let him overshadow you with his presence because he wants to bring you close.